This is WGBB AM 1240. With former chief of the New York City Sheriff's Department, former chief of the Seagate Police Department, retired New York City detective, Time Warner Public Access Media Award, Joe Franklin Super Excellence in Broadcasting Memory Lane Award, New York Veteran Police Association Streetwise Production, host of Streetwise, Mr. Lou Toronto. Good evening and welcome back to Streetwise. Before I start my show, two things. I just got to remind you, because a lot of times I forget, fall back tonight. You know, I I do before I go to sleep. You know, you gain one hour, so I just got to remind you. And my guest just said, uh-oh, so I just reminded him. One hour tonight, we get another hour's uh, sleep. Anyway, uh, I want to give a shout-out to the, my engineer, uh, Brian. Not feeling too well. Uh, Brian, I hope you're listening, you know. So if you are, God bless, stay well, and I'll catch you later, as they say. Uh Again, my guest uh, brought back, and uh, this time I really, really mean it because of popular demand. Great article in yesterday's Newsday. You have to, you have to check it out. But before I do that, I'm going to lead into something that Ronald Reagan said to Walter Mondale in 1984 at the presidential debate. When asked about his age, although he was no youngster, a lot older than my guest, he was, I guess, 80 or 82 at the time. And he said, I'm not going to exploit my opponent's youth and experience. That leads me into experience. I want to welcome back to Streetwise the candidate for district attorney of Suffolk, candidate Ray Perini. Ray, welcome back to the show. It's great to be back, Lou. You know, we had a great day yesterday at a little press conference in uh front of the federal courthouse, the Alphonse D'Amato building, right? Yeah, that was terrific. Right. And by the way, folks, it's uh, it's on uh, on all your social medias. You know, it's on the YouTube. It's all over the place. But check out yesterday's uh, Newsday. Surprisingly enough, you know, Newsday supported the right guy, so to speak. Uh, Ray, you're running against the, the very, very young police commissioner, uh, Sini. I guess <laughs> so. Uh, okay, and I think the uh, the news, the article juiced you up because I saw you when you were looking at. It, I saw the change in you. So, uh, well, yes, you know, but it recounts that I have 44 years experience. My opponent has four years as a U.S. attorney, and Newsday in their mm. editorial describes his tenure there as undistinguished and low-level federal prosecutor. Mm. I have 17 years as a prosecutor, starting in Brooklyn back in 73 when we declared war. Governor Rockefeller yes. declared war on drugs. We were doing we were doing the heroin and crack epidemic then. Mm. 600 murders in Brooklyn alone. Mm. And that's where I learned my craft. I learned how to prosecute. I learned how to convict. I learned how to investigate with wiretaps and cooperators and phone records, drug dealers. Did you ever think that would come out here, what you described, all those different crimes that were in Kings County at the time? Because I was there with you at the time, mm-hmm. so to speak, because you were always in the complaint room. But the, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, he would help me out my paperwork, by the way. <laughs> make sure I don't make any mistakes. So when he, as the ADA at that time in the 70s, uh, but I'm still a lot older than him. I was, I was an old guy at the, at the time. But so we need someone like you because what you just described is out here in Suffolk County. Well, you know what's interesting? I came out to the county. I moved out here in 76. And then I was offered the job to start the Narcotics Bureau out here because mm. of my aggressive personality with narcotics enforcement in Brooklyn. Right. When I came out to Suffolk, it was a beautiful place. 
you weren't concerned that your kids were going to be dying of uh, opioid, uh, uh, more heroin and opioid uh, overdoses. Right. We weren't losing our streets to gangs. Uh, And then somewhere in the last, you know, 10 years, things have changed. And it has to stop. And it can only stop when you have experienced, experienced prosecutor Mm -hmm. running the office, someone who's done it before. I mean, in my career in in both Brooklyn and Suffolk, I mean, I've convicted, you know, Colombian cartel members. Mm. I've convicted organized crime figures. I've convicted uh, uh, Mexican nationals who were actually importing, uh, bringing up heroin back in right, the 80s. Right, You know, we actually did a, we did a great case where we hung a wiretap in the Suffolk County Jail because one of my best cops, an undercover fellow, was threatened. Uh, they were trying to find out where he lived, and they were going to kill him. We I locked know. up 11 people, oh, and everyone was safe, and they went to jail. In, in, speaking of experience, and I'm mentioning youth, uh, Timothy Sini. Uh, uh, he's he's still in his thirties, correct? I believe right? he's thirty six. Thirty six, and he's a police commissioner a couple of years now. Uh, he became police commissioner in January of twenty sixteen. Yes, and but how he got yeah. there and why he's there is very very interesting. Mm. I mean, because he comes out to Suffolk County with his four years in the U.S. Attorney's Office, mm. as described by Newsday, low right. level, you know, um, undistinguished career there. And he right away he falls into politics. Hmm. He hooks up with uh, Schaefer, the Democratic leader, Malone, right. who was then the county exec. And they have him knocking on doors. They make him an assistant county uh, dis- uh, assistant uh, uh, deputy uh, police commissioner. De- no, no, oh, no, no, not yet. No, no, he's in the county in the exec's district, office. Yes. Yeah, assistant county Correct. exec. Hmm. Uh, liaison to the police, yes, to the police department. Yes, yes. But he runs a race against McCaffrey to become a legislator mm. in the county, and he loses. Mm. Right around that time, the feds notify the county that Burke, the chief of department that was handpicked by Ballone, mm. is going to get arrested. This handpicked chief Burke, chief of department, right, handpicked by Ballone, is now in federal prison. So they decide because. Sinny was a good soldier that they were going to make him the police commissioner to run the department. Now, what's important here is, first of all, he has was never a cop, had no police experience. Mm. And, you know, and Ballone doesn't do a national search. Remember, we have a 3,000-man department, probably the highest paid in the country or one right. of the highest paid in the country. Right. I mean, we could, we could have gotten a Bratton if we looked hard enough Absolutely. and tried. Yep. But instead... He says, well, I'm not going to do a search. Hmm. So he doesn't do a national search, doesn't do a county search, doesn't do a – what he does is a block search. It turns out Sinny lives about eight houses away from him. <laughs> so we, we have yeah. – now we have a man with only four years as a prosecutor, no experience as a cop, never a cop, never made an arrest, and they make him police commissioner. You know, I spoke to uh, one of the uh, – I don't even want to give his rank, somebody that was on the job, as you know, as they say – uh, in, the, in the cop business, uh, 36 years, and he was saying to me, you know, Lou, I, I got to pack it in. I, I can't. I walk into a room, and I have to stand up and salute somebody who wasn't even born when I was a cop. You know, I mean, this is, uh, this is, and people have to understand, it's, it's you know, it's not like you, you're in a, in a corporation, you know, where you can do that. When a young guy comes in, he comes out of law school, he's got all kinds of master's degrees. All right, this is a police department, you know. This is all, all, all the things that Ray Perini just described is what you're going to have to have knowledge of 
drugs, organized crime. And now with this MS-13 out here in Suffolk County, and uh, how do I say this? This happened under his watch, pretty well, much. Well, uh, I mean, before, but he... Well, what happens yes. is when he when he comes out to the county and he's a liaison to the police department, right. Burke is committing his crimes. Right. Burke is pulling people out of the DEA drug task force. Oh. He's pulling people out of the gang task force. Oh. Uh, he dismantles those. when Without our cops, without our intelligence, and we have some terrific cops in Suffolk, without them in those task forces, the feds are blind. They don't know mm. the street people. They don't know the cooperators. Oh. And that set us back in both those investigative areas a, a good way. Why was that done? Why, what, what do you think the logic? Uh, Where's the logic? Or the, none at all? It, well, I, actually, the, the, the theory on the street theory. is that Burke, because he had committed, he was, he was involved mm-hmm. in a cover-up of a fellow that stole property from him. Right. Supposed sex toys and things like Correct. that. And he went out and he smacked him around. He, he wanted to cover that up. So he actually put 10, 12 cops' lives on uh, not lives, but their careers job. on the yeah. the job is is done because he he forced them to lie and maybe even arrested, right? Uh, and well, yeah, it I, could I, be I, indictment. Could the, be indicted as well. The the word on the street, and I don't know this for a fact, right. but I have a lot of inside info right. Right. that they've all pled because sure. ultimately they had to take a plea because they I just they it. couldn't keep the cover up going. Yep. So to protect Burke, he he heard ten cops, but he also didn't want any Suffolk guys in the task force. Because he was afraid that they were going to give them information, so mm-hmm. we, you know, Suffolk County just insulated itself from all the right. outside agencies, and I'm certainly hurt the gang task force. And being the DEA is near and dear to me, I made all my major cases with the DEA drug task force. I know. I mean, they tried to close that back in the '80s, and I went to I went to Washington, sat with Alphonse D'Amato, sat right. sat with my local congressman. We had hearings just to make sure we didn't lose it, because we can't fight this war alone. Without without the federal government and their and their resources, we can't win it, and they can't win it without us because we need that intelligence. Right. We, we you know as I mentioned yesterday at the press conference uh, at the federal courthouse, uh, we can't have on the job training. It's where it's too late. We have uh, I call it a plague. It's a crisis out here out in Suffolk County. With uh, the opioid, with the fentanyl, with the heroin, with the kids ODing, and and they're minimizing, you know how serious that is. Obviously, MS-13 vicious gangs bodies are, are found in Nassau County, so we're spreading out. So what happens in Suffolk County is into Nassau County, and you know it's going to affect the whole city and the state as well. Well, I mean, listen. In in 2016, at the end of that year, our murder rate was up 38 percent. Wow, uh, we lost 400, and I'm saying kids, but various ages, but most young, right, to heroin and opioid overdoses. Right. I mean, dead. This year, that number is going to exceed 500 mm. dead kids because of, of what's going on with the with the heroin and and, and fentanyl that's that, that's that's going down. The the murder rate, I suspect, it's going to jump because. Right now, there are 30 missing young Spanish kids in, uh, in Suffolk oh. County. Those bodies are going to, and I, I don't mean to say it that way. I hope they're uh, not. I hope they're fine and I yes. hope they're healthy. Located anyway. But I will say that you know, history tells us that there's there there are some bad things going on out there that haven't shaken out yet. Well, the, the three bodies, as you mentioned, that were found in uh, Nassau County. Among the missing as well. I, uh, that, they, that those were the early missings. They just discovered them. I mean, right. I don't know if we're going to find some of the missing Suffolk people in that right. in that situation. You, you know, there was so much uh, 
I, I mean, it was with the the uh, chief of the department, uh, Burke, James Burke, who was arrested, like uh, Ray Perini, the candidate for Suffolk uh, DA, had had mentioned, and and with Spoda, I mean, I, I use the term Spoda, the former DA, his godfather, you know, pretty much is protecting or backed him, or was his, uh, you know. He was his, uh, again his, his as, mentor, whatever the heck. As, he was as we say, yeah, he was his hook. His, his it, rabbi, it, his since hook. Since he was sixteen, yes. And, and now, now you know that that Spoda was indicted by the feds just last yes. week. Yes. And 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 you know what? What people have to remember is four years ago, we haven't voted for a district attorney since two thousand and one. It's that oh. simple. Spoda through Schaefer, and at the end Ben Ballone, going back four years had every line. He was on the Democratic line, Republican line, conservative line, independent line. I challenged all the party bosses four years ago and ran a primary against them. Mm-hmm. I said, enough's enough. Something something wrong's going on. You can't you can't not answer to the public and be district attorney that long. Now I lost the primary. He was also term limited. Right. And I took him to the Court of Appeals because the county wouldn't wouldn't go up wouldn't wouldn't appeal uh, when he tried to overturn temp term limits, I right. took him to the court of appeals. I lost in the court of appeals, and I lost that the primary. But I was fighting all the bosses, my own party included. But what came out of that is now we have an election because the, the Republicans said no more cross endorsing at the top. Right. And the fact that that indictment came down, and he's been under investigation for probably a year after I ran the primary. Right. Uh, that it came down last week. Mm says what I did four years ago was the right thing to do because we, ha- we, ha- we can't have corruption in law enforcement. And you can't have politics in law enforcement. That's what causes that corruption. Absolutely. Cross endorsements, handpicking a guy like Burke, and now they're handpicking my opponent. Right. We can't let it happen. And it's kicking them in the butt, you know. It's, uh, okay, now, your experience, we talked about that. Uh, what would be one of the things that you let's talk about the drugs? Start with start off with that before we get to the, the gangs. Or what would be your or your mission, say, or, or your ideas how to minimize the drug opiate, uh, you know, with the kids and things like that as a DA? Well, when I started out in Brooklyn in '73, the Rockefeller law had just come into existence. Right. That meant if you sold a gram of heroin or cocaine, you had to go to prison from one to life. And at the top end, an ounce, you could go to jail for 25 years to life. Mm. They've cut the, the sentences back on those dramatically. But they left one thing in place, and it's called the kingpin statute. We yes. call it the mm. profiteer statute. That allows a prosecutor, that would allow me, if I can prove that someone made $75,000 in a six-month period selling this poison to our kids, I can put them in jail for 25 years to life. Mm. I did that back in the 80s. With, with Colombian nationals and the, and the Mexican cartel members and, 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 and local kids who were doing moving kilos of either coke or, or right. heroin. I used that statute, got 25 years to life. I did, it, I did it then, and I promise you I'll do it again, but I won't do it alone. And I'm not going to say I did this and I did that and me, 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 me. I'm <laughs> going to have press conference. I'm going to have monthly uh, lunches with all the bosses. Right. Troopers, FBI, mm. DEA. Nassau Narcotics, Nassau DA's office, Suffolk Narcotics. Great. And that's what we did then because when you get to know each other and you trust each other and you know the, the, somebody's not there just trying to grab a headline to run for some office, you'll work better. So if you don't care who gets the glory and you use the appropriate laws 
federal RICO statute, right. that's good when you have five or six defendants. But yep. you give me a guy I can prove my prof, my, my kingpin statute, I'm going to take him down for 25 years to life. And right. if we work together and don't care who gets the glory, we can be very effective. Yeah, too many press conferences out there in Suffolk County. We say out here in Suffolk County. You know, the grandstanding. And speaking of grandstanding, it, it, I'm, you know, uh, Timothy uh, Saney just did a, a you know, grandstand press conference in regard to uh, a drug bust, and that backfired on him. Ray, how did that happen? Well, you know what? That was the press conference was a week before right. uh, the election. It was last Saturday. Mm. It was a week ago today. And he stands up there, and he states that this was 1.1 million doses of fentanyl that could kill Mm. 100,000 people. Problem is, when he said that, and when he also said in that press conference that it's it's pure fentanyl. Mm. Uh, I have the press conference here, the exact quote, but that's... He's right. saying it's few. The problem is when he stands up and says that, they have a Suffolk County lab report that says it is not a narcotic. It's not a controlled substance, hmm. which means you can't prosecute for that crime, which means it's not really a crime, which means that he's grandstanding. Now, some poor detective had to sign a felony complaint. Yes. And I've seen the complaint. And it says it's fentanyl. Hmm. Now, it may be an analog. But that's that's that, that in itself. That yeah. in itself is it, not it a controlled substance. It is substance. not a controlled substance. Right. So at the time they made that arrest, and I know they were waiting for an additional, they're waiting for another lab report to find right. out if it's an analog, so they can Correct. arrest. That's a shame because he, you know, that that detective, if he knew about the lab report, and he, I don't know how he didn't. How could he not? Uh, uh, you know, I say that shame. I mean, you know, he put him in harm's way to get yeah. a cheap headline. And that's not the man you want running your DA's office. Absolutely. What's he, what's he going to do when it's when he really sees his career on the line? Is he going to tell the truth or is he going to lie to cover up either his mistakes or to get the headline again? We can't have that. That's yeah. just wrong. Well, hey, listen, the, the buck stops here, as Harry Truman said. So uh, Saini is responsible for that. Of course, uh, you're absolutely right. He put the detective in a, in a very tough situation. Just so they clear it up, you know, people think sentinel, unless it's mixed with heroin or cocaine or something else, it then, then becomes a dangerous uh, or controlled substance, a combination of it. So, and he knew that. That's what we're saying. Well, right? he, he knew. He, he, was, he had to be aware of it. You know, fentanyl itself is, is in our, is in, it, the, in it, the drug. It is, it is a controlled substance. And it can be an A1 if it's, if it's fentanyl and it meets the Fe- chemical criteria. Right. This did not. And he knew that mm-hmm. when he said it. He, they locked him up for an A1 felony. And listen, this guy is not a nice guy. What's he doing at one point, you know, of course. two pounds of fentanyl? Right. But, you know, had, had he put it in some, some heroin, they would have had a real mm-hmm. A1. Right. But, but they didn't. They, they knew what it was. They did that for a headline, and that's just wrong. Well, uh, right. But, you know, some didn't he, uh I think he showed their pictures also. I have it right here in front of me. Oh, they showed, do. They actually he showed, held he, up the pictures. He held up the, their photos of these these guys. You know, uh, but, you know, it's, it's just amazing on uh, uh, how he did that. And uh, so, listen, well, you know, we, we again, we we cannot have a grandstanders on the job uh, training. Uh, look, look, I'm supporting. He may be wondering why about me and, and my and my organization, New York Veteran Police, and he's got a lot of other organizations, law enforcement. Uh, supporting because you know it's be- because I've been there and I know you need you need experience from the top. You got to have somebody that, you know 
uh, yeah, you, you know, and I worked a lot of those people that loved to grandstand, but at least they, they, I have to say this, they knew the job. This guy doesn't know the job, you know, and in the short time, how do you want to go from police commissioner with not, not being a cop? Now you want to be a, the uh, chief prosecutor or the, the highest, I guess it's a law enforcement position. It's the highest position. elected law enforcement position right, in, the, right. in, in the county. That, that's, that's correct, you know. So uh, aside from the uh, the RICO uh, and the pen. And the uh, kingpin statue, which you know, which means that they're going to get the full extent of the law. Why wasn't that done in the? Uh, let me say uh, recently. Recently could mean the year or two, or three. Uh, whatever. Uh, they have brought kingpin cases, but but they plead them out. And the other thing is, you can't mm. do a kingpin statue. You can't really make those cases without wiretaps. Right. You mm. have to have eavesdropping, so it yeah. be it bugs or phones, and and phone records and and and, the, and, and GPS positioning. Right. Um, only the DA can get the, the those things, and Balone and Spoder and Cine mm. and Spoder. They just there was there was there was no working together. Right. And I think that's partly what happened with the fentanyl case too. Right. You now know. you were you were you were in the task force, narcotics task force. Correct. You had it. That, I, I, yeah. Let's touch on that. Uh, well, I, what, what I had were basically two wiretap teams. Huh. One comprised of troopers. One con- comprised of uh, you know Nassau Suffolk. Uh, uh, cops, uh, right. narcotics uh, cops, DEA agents, and uh, I was really the go-to guy. Yeah. Uh, what I could do for the, the – they'd rather come to Suffolk than go to the U.S. attorney yeah. because mm. I could service them. If they needed a search warrant, they, they'd have it within oh. you know 12 hours. Mm. I'd get them a wiretap within four, three, four days. Where the federal government, you know, there's a whole layer of bureaucracy that things take time. Yeah, absolutely. So, so. Uh, but that was, you know, that that's the DEA task force. We made, like I said, we knocked off a trawler with right. forty thousand pounds of uh, yeah. marijuana. The one that was offshore for a while, it right? Was, it was off. It was out yeah. in East Hampton. Right. Six Colombians, eleven organized crime guys from from Newark, nonetheless, right. waiting on the shores in East Hampton. We collared everybody. I convicted five. I convicted the first five huh. OC guys, and then they, everybody else pled. Uh, that was that's a Korea case. Right. And then we then then we just kept getting bigger and bigger cases. Right. So I'm yes. very proud of what I did as, in my days in narcotics. And you know what? Forty four years in the business. Right. This is what I know how to do. I don't want to be anything else. I don't want to become county exec. I don't want to become governor. I want to make I want to make that office great again. Right. That's my goal. Mm. Hey, hey, listen. Let's uh, now the gangs, the gang issue, MS-13, which is not new, but it's it's uh, it's, it seems fairly new to uh, Suffolk County, uh, Ray Perini. Well, I'll say this: when I when I was chief of narcotics, we could use narcotics as as a vehicle to get into. We get we did the Pagan Motorcycle Gang. Actually, mm. one of my wives was used down in uh, in Baltimore to get the uh, the president of the Mother Club. That was the national. Uh, leader. Right. Uh, we did organized crime cases through narcotics. We did the Crips and the Bloods through narcotics. Uh-huh. MS-13 is a different breed. They're not selling drugs like, like those gangs did. That's not how they make their money. It's it, their, their culture is pure violence. It's machismo. Mm. Don't come onto Very my good. turf yes. or we'll kill you. But they also get orders from El Salvador. So again, I think you have to go back to you know wiretaps staffed by Spanish cops who you know yeah. can, can 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 listen to it, and interpret it, and when you get them, when you get a real a case against an MS-13, 
I would, you know, a murder case, 25 to life, I would not deport him after a year or two. I would make him do every day of that 25. You would? Oh, absolutely, because you know what? Two years, I don't care how big the wall is, a criminal like that's coming back. Absolutely. And if History they, shows that. If they know they're going to get two years for a murder, there's no punishment. So once the word goes out, you do, you do this in Suffolk County, you're really going to get smacked, and you're not going to go home in two years. That's I think that becomes an effective weapon. Well, also. you said it. You know, uh, the difference is that it's machismo. In other words, who's the toughest? Who's That's the correct. toughest dude out there? Yeah. And it's not about profit. You know, so mm-hmm. so these are like uh, head cases. You know, these yeah. are just you know, and the, the viciousness of it. You know, it's like in, yeah. and I'm going to say our time when we had the mob. You know, in, in, in Kings County, right? They put one bullet back of somebody's head. Case closed. You know what the story is, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now you're, to ha- you're talking about hacking people to death with machetes. Imagine that. Uh, it's just it, it could, it, it's a whole different <laughs> type or breed of of, 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 it of is. crime and gang and gang and gang violence. But it can be handled, and I think it has to be handled again. Right. With task forces, with the you know, I've, I've already committed. You know, I started an East End drug task force back right. in the eighties, hmm. and I've speaking to people on the East End. We have to start an East End gang task force. Because we have to coordinate all this information, and we have to, you know, I'm going to have two 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 lawyers dedicated to gang cases, just like right. I started the Narcotics Bureau, so that we know everything that's going on on the street. If they with MS-13 or you know a gang like that, when we get them in the system, they're going to be treated differently. Plea bargaining is going to be a thing of the past, and they're going to fa- face the full weight of the law. And we'll develop a lot of intelligence that work that way, and we'll, we'll develop cooperators. So when you say treat them differently, um, well, gonna, plea bargaining, plea, plea bargaining, bargaining is going to be tightened up so right. significantly if we have a known gang member. And you know that's how you generate cooperators. And in these cases, you need wiretaps and cooperators if you're really going to pursue them. Right. Uh, you know, my understanding is that these, although these are pretty young young kids, the MS-13. But many of them are not citizens, correct? I mean, they're from and they're, uh, he, he is, he, you know, that's a little catchy. That's why I wanted to ask you, how do you he do is, that? Here's what happened on, uh, you know, it, it was on Obama's watch. But yes. They also on Ballone's watch yes. and on Sinney's on watch. Hmm. They had the Unaccompanied Minor Act, which means if you came into this country and you could, you would be in harm's way if you were deported, hmm. you're allowed in. But it started out as a... Uh, it wasn't a bad plan, and you'd have a couple of hundred kids coming in. All of a sudden, you have 4,000 coming in with no supervision. How is that? How is that permitted? You were saying Obama approved that. In other words, they just well, drop the young kids over and no, no, super, no parents or no guardians. But you're supposed to have a guardian here to watch you. Right. But the courts, and I'm, not, I'm really not blaming the family court because they, right. they weren't given the funding to, to really follow up. Uh-huh. So somebody comes to court and says, yeah, no, I'm going to take care of this kid. But there's no supervision afterwards. Mm. So next thing you know, the kid's in the country. He's unsupervised. He's 16 years old or 15 mm. years old. And he's like raw meat to the, to the MS-13. Right, right. He just fits right into their family. He comes from a violent culture, perhaps. Right. And, and he's, you know, he's on the street, and he's doing what he's told. And all of a sudden, we have these bodies dropping. You know, also, during that time, what, what surprised me was they wanted to go back to the old, uh, you know, the the juvenile offender law in my time was revised where kids mm-hmm. committing mm-hmm. Uh, serious crimes would be treated like an adult. Now, why would they want to go back with all this happening? Why did they want to go back, including Suffolk? I think that, in fact, it was initiated, if not mistaken, in Suffolk, where they want to go back to the old way. If he's a minor, he's a minor, even if it's an adult crime like murder. Well, 
They they have something, and this is coming out of Albany. This is coming right. from Cuomo. It's raise the age. In other words, you know, 16 Correct. now. Now they want to raise it to 19. Huh. And they're trying to pass it. The law that they've passed um, is, is it's unintelligible. They have a committee trying to figure out what it means. But it's going to kick in. It's going to kick in in 18 and 19 if it if it really happens. Now, this law is there because... New York doesn't, you know, they're mm. out of they're out of line with a lot of other liberal states, and it just doesn't fit into the program. Right. So that's that's what's going on there. I mean, I don't I don't know. I think it's unworkable, and I think it's going to be well. A disaster. You know, we're going to touch on that. We're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break now, and you're going to yes, and then I'll be back. But when, when I say break, I'm going to keep talking. I just want to yeah. Uh, uh, the phones are open, by the way. That's what I should say. Six three one eight 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 one one. So if anybody wants to call in, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to take calls, 631-888-8811, 631-888-8811. Because I got some uh, some activity on my uh, cell phone, so people want to call in and ask the uh, future district attorney of Suffolk County, Ray Perini, uh, you know, uh, I guess some uh, other questions. So I'm going to continue. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to hang in. There's no break. 631-888-8811. So, uh uh, again, you know, I was around and I sat down with a couple assemblymen, an assembly and a senator, when discussing the revision of the juvenile offender law. I think I think someone's calling it now. Back in the 70s, as a result of kids in family court, they got 18 months max for murder mm-hmm. in our time, Ray. Which you remember that, right? Oh, I remember. So it, it well. had to be. So it had to be. Uh, it had to be changed. You know. Yes. Uh, so it had to be changed. Now they want to go back. Now the younger people are killing more vicious crimes. So why do you want to go back? Don't we have a youthful offender uh, uh, treatment program well, anyway, a law? There, there is a provision in this raise the age where you can treat him as an adult in adult mm. court. Okay. I'm going to interrupt because we got okay. uh, oh, uh, Jack. Okay. I have Jack on the line. Uh, Jack, a question or statement for uh, Ray Perini? Uh, yeah, Mr. Perini, if you, were, if you had been DA uh, last week, how would you have handled the situation with uh, the uh, fake uh, fentanyl? Um, I understand from reading the paper that it was seized by the feds and handed over. And um, if the DA's office involved, what, what would you have done differently? And uh, the second question I have is um, I've also heard that uh, Cindy has been lying about his resume, about what he did with the feds. Hmm. Could you uh, put a little light on that? Well, first of all, what you don't do is, when you know it's not a controlled substance, you don't hold a press conference, hold their faces, put their pictures in the paper, and, and make an arrest for an A1. Uh, you know, I, I suspect that lawyers are looking, looking at this case thinking that there's, there's money to be made here, and that's mm. a shame. You don't put another cop in jeopardy. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do. That's a delivery case, so we control the package. So, you know, you keep everybody safe by just keeping the package and telling him that it's been diverted till you get the proper lab report. We used to do that all the time. You know, you, mm. you, you know, when they call for the package or they track it, you say, well, it's, it's missing in transit. In a day or so, you're going to have it. Mm. Or, and then you put surveillance on the house. Uh, and, you know, and any, if there's any real traffic at the house and you think deals are going on, you, you pick up the seller coming out and you chat with him and see if you get mm-hmm. probable cause. But you, you, you just can't make up a lab report and pretend that that, that doesn't exist. I mean, that's just, that's just not uh, correct. The second question from the caller, uh, Jack, is uh, his resume, uh, Timothy Saini's uh, 
uh, alleged exaggerated. Uh, well, you know, look, he he has a commercial where he says Tim Sinney convicted the national leaders of the Trinitarios gang. I pulled up all the court records. There's a guy named Sierra. He wasn't there at the arraignment. He never appeared in court. He hmm. never appeared in court at the plea. He never appeared in court at the uh, at the at the sentencing hearing, and hmm. he wasn't present at the sentencing. Hmm. And this is the national leader. There's only one national leader. Right. The uh, the actual criminal attorney who who represented Sierra is quoted in Newsday as saying he never saw Cindy in court. He doesn't know who he is. Uh. Now there is now, and he doesn't even put a notice of appearance in on the case until after uh, Sierra pled. Right. So I mean, when they say Tim Cindy convicted the national leader, first of all, all those cases are done by three, four, five prosecutors. I mean, it's like him telling. He's like him saying, in one of his ads. The man who took down MS-13, Suffolk County Police Commissioner Tim Sinney. Does anybody believe that? Right. MS-13 took is gone. Down, took down. Come on. And he did it all by himself. Maybe there were some cops involved, a lot of federal agents. Yeah. And after he made that statement, you know, four bodies, three weeks later, four bodies were found in the park in CI. He tends to he tends to want to grandize himself, and, um, and it just doesn't work. Wow. Oh, so... Okay. Um, but I, you know, that the, the case where he puts a cop in harm's way—that's something that has to be looked into. That's that's just wrong. It's, right. So it sounds like Burke putting those other cops in harm's way. Uh, my guess is uh, Ray Perini is the candidate, uh, District Attorney, Suffolk County. Uh, we're talking about uh, Timothy, senior young young guy. Uh, uh, we're talking about. We just touched on. So in other words, his resume is not accurate. I guess pretty much. What he does is he tries to take credit. Okay. It's it's a, it's an you know I I I I me myself and I. I mean you know you just you just can't do that. And he tends to you know listen remember when he when he went before the ledge, he swore under oath he wouldn't run for district attorney. Right. Right. Oh okay I got a, I've got a, a, a caller in uh, uh, John John uh, John Carpenter for for Ray Perini go ahead uh, John Carpenter. Hello. Are you on the line? The great Lou Tarno. Oh, okay. Is, is this my brother? I mean... <laughs> no, go ahead. Well, yeah, who's this? Okay. Yes. No, right. but you really are. Uh, but, uh, yeah. is, is Mr. Perini there? I yeah. am here. Of course he's here. I am here. I, I've got to congratulate you on that absolutely fantastic article in the newspaper today, in Newsday. Hmm. You, you're the greatest. I mean, I was so proud that they did this great... Letting the world know just what you are offering Suffolk County. Well, well are, you, I, are, you, are you Ray Perini's brother? I mean, it just sounds more well like I my guess, father. I, I know, father. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I like to, I like to, you know, Joe, Lou just showed me the article. I didn't see he, the picture. you imagine that? Uh, oh, oh, he didn't know it. it. He didn't know it. He's knocking on doors. He's all over the place. And he just That's seen the article good. just a short while ago. So I look at that picture. I said, who's that good looking guy in there? <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing is that the reason why I think you're great, Mr. Perini, is the fact that you don't just look for the publicity of the whole thing. You're out there, you know, you're doing what you have to do for us, mm. the people of Suffolk County. And now, I just want to know, what are your plans on the crime that's going on? And it's getting worse in Suffolk County. Well, we were just touching on it. I don't know, uh, uh, Ray Perini, you know, the crime, we, we just touched uh, on that. You know, anything specific, because we talked about the drugs and the MS-13, uh, John. Yes. You know, when I, well, I, you may have missed this. When I came out to the county in late 76, mm -hmm. I started the Narcotics Bureau. And I think we have to start 
doing that with the gangs. I would I would get two prosecutors who would be the funnel for every every identifiable gang member that's arrested in the county, so that we know who they are and we build our database. Uh-huh. And we look we we treat we treat those cases and. You know, we we look at them harder, and we and we tighten up what we're going to do with them, and we we generate intelligence, and hopefully we generate cooperators. But we have to work with the federal government. We have to get wiretaps in play. We have to get more cooperators on the street. Um, I actually told uh, people on the East End, like I started a drug task force, mm-hmm. that I'll start a gang task force because. You know what? Just you know, Brentwood and CI aren't the only worlds where, I, where right. it happens. You know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't no, have sir. I wouldn't have a press conference like Cuomo and Sinny and Bologna. There you are, absolutely. Where they come? No, they, troopers are coming down. They're going to go into into you know into X number of schools. Huntington and Longwood. Okay. Don't have a gang problem, and they didn't know that where they, they didn't even know these troopers were coming. Totally uncoordinated. Yeah. I, I'm being interrupted. John, here. I hope I hope he answered your question. John, thank you oh, for yeah, calling. We're getting, we're getting, he's got my vote. Thank you. And you, your family and everybody else. Thank you, John. Thank you uh, so much. Yes, I got another caller on line. Who's on the line for Ray Perini? Now this is Lou Talano. Uh, got a question for Ray Perini? Hello. Hello. Yes, the Sheriff Joe. Yeah. That's hey, the Lou. message I got from my engineer. Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Sheriff Joe, how are you? Yeah, I'm, how are you? It's uh, nice weather out here. <laughs> Same here. New York. <laughs> no, we're fine. We're fine. In fact, we had a good day. Uh, the uh, Ray Perini, who's running for candidate, uh, he's a candidate for Suffolk County District Attorney. He's, he was elated. Uh, when I did tell him that, uh, you know, about you, and, and, and anyway, so go ahead. I don't, I, you're, you're talking to Ray Perini. Uh, uh, I, you know, he's a former uh, ADA in Brooklyn, which I mentioned to you earlier, uh, Joe, and uh, in Suffolk County too. So, uh, any good words for Ray Perini? Good, good to hear from you, Joe, Sheriff Joe. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you come from a great state. <clears throat> I know you want to do what you can to uh, fight crime. Uh, you have a great president from New York. Uh, I was with him uh, from day one, way out here in Arizona. And um, the reason I uh, supported him uh, was his uh, love and uh, respect for uh, cops, law enforcement. Uh, All people in the law enforcement uh, arena, including uh, prosecutors. And I hear some great words... uh, from Lou and others about you, Ray, and uh, we need people like you. Uh, we're at war not only uh, against crime, but against the uh, judicial system. And uh, I hear you're very honest, tough, but fair. And so I hope you can, uh, the people will elect you uh, to a very important uh, office down there in Suffolk County. Well, you know, Sheriff. but uh, not mistaken, Ray, didn't did Suffolk County go for Donald Trump? They yeah, did. Well, Suffolk County yes. went big for D- Donald Trump. Right. So We're very proud of that. When every Republican uh, rally yeah. I go to, the, the numbers come up, and wow. uh, we Suffolk County and, carried the day for him. And now with uh, Sheriff Joe Apio from Arizona, we've got a big uh, boost. <laughs> I appreciate I, re- <laughs> I appreciate your words, Sheriff Joe. Uh, well, but I, I know, know your I know your state a little bit. My mom and dad uh, moved out to Phoenix, oh, to really? Fountain Hill. Uh, they've really? passed since, but they lived there for about ten years, and they loved oh. it out there. They, they thought you guys had a great life. Well, New York's uh, a great state. 
sometimes uh, they don't know uh, how to vote. I won't get into the uh, Hillary uh, situation, but the real uh, conservative people that want to really do something about crime, uh, will they voted for uh, the president, and I'm sure they're going to uh, vote for you. I'm from Massachusetts. Uh, I've been a Boston Red Sox, of course, for many years. Well, I won't hold that against you. <laughs> well, wait, but number two, I'm a Yankees guy. All right. <laughs> and I'm just sorry that they lost. Yes. I was hoping they'd win. But, yes. uh, but I'm very proud of New York. you got great cops. I'm very proud of the uh, law enforcement people in New York. And I'm sure, Ray, you'll be fair. Uh, but you'll take care of our law enforcing guys because they have a tough job out there. It looks like there's a war against cops. Well, uh, you know what, Sheriff Joe? What I'm very proud of is I've been endorsed by the National the the Association of Federal Narcotics Agents, which is all retired agents that I worked with back That's in the seventies and eighties. You're talking about me. I'm one of the few left. Uh, I mean, and that, so I endorsed you, and so I appreciate that. I mean, I have the Retired Detectives Association. Uh, the FOP is very supportive. Um, Lou yesterday presented me with a beautiful, beautiful plaque. You know, they can't endorse, but presenting me as a, you know, as a, my 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 background in law enforcement, my credits for what I did, and uh, so you know what I have. I have all the people who knew that I worked with. That still respect me, and they want to see the job done. They don't. They're not worried about whether they have to be nice to some young commissioner or mm. worrying about a contract. They just want to get it done properly. So I'm very proud. Yeah, of Yeah, because uh, you're elected. Correct. Right? You're not Correct. appointed. We are elected. You're just running for office, and isn't it great to uh, support uh, the people out there? And I have to worry about the uh, governor or the mayor of New York. You can. You're going to do what you have to do for the people. Well, that you serve, so that's what's good about being elected versus uh, appointed. Yeah, well, what I'm proud of too is that I took all the parties on four years ago, so I don't owe anybody anything. So there'll be no political deals going down. Uh, we'll call it the way we see it, and we'll do it fairly. Mm. Well, thank you. Maybe uh, I'll see you one day somewhere. Hopefully, I'll, I'll work on that, Sheriff Joe. I okay. will work on that when he when he. Uh, you know, when he's sworn in as the district of any so forth county, we'll work something out with the Skype or something like that. We know. <laughs> we'll, we'll get together well, with that. I can't eat uh, New York pizza over the TV, but. Uh, ah, very good. We'll get some out to you. I used to bring it out to my parents, not to worry. Oh. <laughs> All right. Sheriff, good luck, Ray. Sheriff, thank you very much. Sheriff, Sheriff Joe, thank you again. Thanks, Lou. Right. Thank God you. bless. Okay. Very good. You know, uh,. You know, just by the way, I was going to mention that, uh, and Sheriff Clark, who's on the road, Dave Clark, we all know, uh, you know, uh, he's going to try to call in uh, as well, you know. That would be so, great. So, yeah, I only hang out with nice people like you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> professional law enforcement people. Yes, you know. I appreciate yes. that. And I don't know if anybody else is on the line. Okay, so we're going to look quiet now. Everybody was listening to Sheriff Joe, like, you know, so, <laughs> and I don't mind. Well, you know, uh, Blaine, I hope you got a recording of that. We'll get you that. You, you know? <laughs> we'll get it. We'll yeah, get we'll, it. Get it. we'll get it. Uh, we'll get it for you. Well. But, you see, people like Sheriff Joe and David Clark, you know, dedicated law enforcement people, you know, you uh, you seem to fit in with that. That's what I saw from uh, day one. And it just, uh, you know, maybe because I've been around longer than you. <laughs> you have. That's why I love hanging around with you. You know, okay. You know, is is that I I could see. I mean, I can. I was there, and 
you know, inexperienced, uh, don't know what they don't know what they're doing. Grandstanding, it's just it's just horrible, and it's uh, no way to run a supermarket. And we got such, you know, we talk about future for our kids, grandkids, and now we're living older, great grandkids, and you know, we want to bring them in in a county that's, uh, you know, without this drug crap and these vicious gangs and so we need law enforcement and, and district attorneys like Ray Perini out there. So you you guys out there, you know, you have to Ray Perini, that's the guy, you know, uh you know, and I'm not doing it for any special reason. I'm doing it because I I got it like when I was with Rudy and Donald Trump and people know uh, uh my background, they they know I only go for the people who I think are qualified and now we got Richie on the line. Richie for Ray Perini. Go ahead, Rich. Hello. Are you are I, you there? Yes. Yeah, I'm right here. And so are we. I, okay, I'm <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear you. That's okay. I, Go ahead, Rich. Yes. I, first of all, I want to say, Ray, you are terrific. I was at the press conference the other oh. day, and if I never met you before, you were just a super honest, right person for the job. Thank you. And And I know you're going to do it. My question is, what do you think your relationship will be with Suffolk County PD, since you're running against their commissioner and he loses, uh, how do you think the uh, relationship would be with the cops and with him if he remains PC? Well, one would be if he remains PC. But listen, if we're going to save, if we're going to worry about the citizens of Suffolk County, mm-hmm. we have to work together. And if he's not man enough to do that, then he should step aside. Uh, I got you. I mean, you know, listen. Obviously, you know, I'll have I, I'll have my squad of uh, detective investigators, but I need that police force is a damn good police force. When yeah. I came out from Brooklyn, and I saw the caliber of some of the knocks out here, I was very impressed, and it gets better. So, I would hope we're all grown up enough to bury well, the well, axe and work together. Well, I know you can handle the job, and when I watched you the other day, and I read the papers, I mean, you're the man, and I don't see anybody. No matter what happens, you're going to be the next DA, and I congratulate you in advance. Well, I'm going to ask you to vote November 7th, this coming Tuesday, Row B. How's that? Uh, there's no doubt I'll be on Row B, and I have you, and I'm going to vote no with the Constitution. So am I. Vote no for the, uh, exactly, and vote yes for Ray Perini. Uh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Okay. Congratulations, and I like that Sheriff Joe called you up. You're on the right team. Thanks a lot. Thank and you, Rich. I appreciate your support. And, and, th- Rich. and thank for you. Thank you for being there with uh, with the group yesterday, Rich. Oh, you know? uh, you're welcome. It was an honor to be there and just to to watch you in action <laughs> and hear the words that come out of your mouth with sincerity, non political. It's a breath of fresh air after watching that guy in the city and everybody around him when a tragic thing happens. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, pain was... in their heart and everything. They don't even know what they're saying. Right. <laughs> but anyway, you certainly do. And I, and I just hope everything works out the right way for you. Thank you very thank, much. Thank you, Rich. Okay, we, we got uh, Johanna on the line. Johanna for uh, Ray Perini, the next district attorney of Suffolk County. Uh, yes, Johanna. Yes, hi, it's Johanna. Hi, hi Johanna. Hi, dear. Mr. Perini, um, once again, I thank you so much for your good work and trying to help us put faith back in our candidates. Um, and I, a lot of my animal activist friends are listening into the program. So would you just reiterate uh, how you will help us get stricter sentences for animal cruelty cases? Well, you know, we're going to have to go to Albany to do that because only the service dogs are under the penal law now. Oh. The ag law is, uh, is where, you know, 
you know, uh, animal brutality really lies. Mm-hmm. So if we're gonna we're gonna have to start with the legislature, but I'll say this: in the course of my career, both in Brooklyn and in Suffolk, we have actually done um, the dog fighting cases where yeah. we can use mm-hmm. where we can use the uh, the gambling and the money laundering as a vehicle. One, you go in there and you save the dogs, but then you can use that as a vehicle to get a better sentence. Great. And mm-hmm. you know we did that, and I did that. We had we had we had the cockfighting and dogfighting cases in Brooklyn back in the seventies, yes. mm-hmm. and we had it out here in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I understand. Listen, I love I love dogs. My partner has four cats. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a bit much, but she thinks it's marvelous. <laughs> so, uh, and and uh, you know, I understand. I understand the attachment. I also understand the concern. That someone is going to harm an innocent animal mm. is par- probably on the road to or is already a sociopath. Right. Mm-hmm. And it really becomes a marker in some, someone's life mm-hmm. that, you know, what is wrong with them? And, 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 it, and it gives you cause for concern and it gives us reason to look at them harder. So, yes. I, and I do work with the ASPCA. I know, I, I know, I know the fellas involved in their, in their, uh, I know Schneiderman was involved in this case, the dog fighting case, just a few weeks ago. Yeah, Actually, yeah, I think yeah. Yapping. I'm, I'm not sure. I know when we did it, we did it out of the DA's office, both in Brooklyn. And so, but yeah, Schneiderman had a dog fighting case. He came down on the island, and they yeah. pros- they mm-hmm. they they arrested several people, uh, that, yeah. as I recall. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, listen once again. Thank you so much for your work. We're all voting for you. Oh, thank, well, thank you, you so much. Anna. Thank okay, you. Now I got to do the commercial again. Whoa. Tuesday, <laughs> Row B, Perini. <laughs> thank you so much. Well. Uh, great. You know, we just want to clear because some people are, are not. There were a lot of. I do shows. A lot of people like Johanna come on and we talk about animal abuse. You know, so that's going to affect you too because I know I got some questions on on Twitter and social media. Mm-hmm. The difference between the agricultural law and the penal law as far as animal abuse, two separate areas. Well, you know, and but the trouble is when you put everything together. Right. And I know they haven't changed the law in, in, in right. quite a while. I don't think you can, just on pure animal abuse, you can get more than two years back then. You're right. Uh, and, and, you know, it's it's incredible. One, like I said, it, it, it is a marker for someone. It is. Who can be who can be a sociopath? I mean, he could be he could be your next serial killer. Now that's a very broad statement, oh. but there's a problem there. And 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 secondly, you people become you know listen, that that dog or that cat becomes part of your life. It's, it's absolutely. And you know when something happens to it, it hurts as deeply as a lot of other things. Absolutely. So I mean, I I think it's something that has to be aggressively done. Mm. Oh, but okay, you you know well. Uh, I was just thinking of, uh, because I was, uh, uh, I'm familiar with serial killers, uh, son of Sam, I was around then in, uh, in Brooklyn at, at the, at the time. I had a piece of that, but many of us did, so I'm not going to take any credit. I did, uh, have a material witness that we were hiding, and in regard to the last case, the Moskowitz, Moskowitz girl. Cause oh, I, Berkowitz. Uh, yes, David Berkowitz, son of Sam. Shaw Parkway, the young girl, uh, mm-hmm. Mark, Markowitz was killed. I was, I found a witness, and then we were holding her. And but we didn't need we didn't need her. But so I, I am familiar with that. But doing that and knowing a little bit about it is that you touched on the sociopath. Uh, almost every serial killer started with animal torturing animals. And you know that's that's that that's a real profile. There's no doubt about it. Right. So. And I, but you know what? Remember, I was in Brooklyn until '76, right. and then we thought we had Berkowitz out here. Yes, we didn't, thank God, but right. we thought we did. So I mean, I that, that was a hot case that you were in the middle of. That was a great. That was a great. You know, resol- that was real police work. 
Yes. It that. was, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to my late friend, first grade detective. He passed away, uh, I guess it's about 10 years now. Eddie Zigo was the arresting That's detective. Right. Uh, I knew him very well. Coney Island guy, Bay Ridge guy, Benson Hurst, you know. <laughs> I'm just a Corona kid. <laughs> you know, you're still the cuisine. <laughs> you know, so, uh, uh. yeah, good, so, uh, good, uh, good analogy, you know, about animal abuse, and that's where it pretty much uh, starts. Uh, okay, now we uh, we talked about that. Did we did we get to finish the the law? We, I talked about. I think I touched on YO treatment because they wanted Albany one. I think Ray was saying Albany was talking about changing the the uh, juvenile offender law back to they raised the age, like you were saying, Ray. That that's how that's how they titled the, the the bill, raise the age. And and again, I think. I mean, I've read it. Right. And it's it's the rare law where they actually say that we have to put together a committee to figure out what the hell it means. Uh, and it's it's you know I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing, right. but it's pretty close to accurate. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, there there is a vehicle to treat violent young young offenders. But the purpose of this law, quite frankly, in my opinion, and maybe it's my Republican roots. Okay. Uh, this you know Cuomo sees the state. Not in the forefront of the uh, of, of child protectiveness, yes. and other states are ahead of him. And he's, you know, it's like the mm. Safe Act. You remember, right after Sandy Hook, which was a horrible tragedy, yes, he had to be the first one to pass the Safe Act. It's just like I started to bring up before the troopers, right? Him and Balone and Cindy have a press conference. They're going to bring troopers into the high schools, but they don't bother to talk to the high schools. Nobody right. knows what they're going to do, what oh, they, why they're there. That's a, that's a matter well, of that's politics in law enforcement. We have it in Suffolk. We got to get rid of it. Good. That's what I that's what I pledge good, to do. Good, And you know, you, I'm, I'm, you know, it's it's true, folks. He's not attached. He's not. You know, he doesn't owe any Ray Perini doesn't owe anybody anything. He's, uh, you know, and that's that's what's good about it. There, there's no payback there. He's uh, he got the line, and he had a struggle for that line as well. Wasn't. Wasn't easy, right, oh, to get no. the Republican line. So you know, you fight all the way. You know, so I say that. But this is what I tell people: I started this fight four years ago. I had a I had a fight to get my party's designation this year, but now we're going to win this battle. Yes, yes, and yes. I'm going to do what's right by people of Suffolk. And uh, you know, we need this. You know, not nothing. Use an old cliche: we need a change. We need a big change. You know. So I just want to remind you before tonight. Uh, we've got a couple more minutes, but tonight, fall back one hour. Usually before you go to sleep, you know, you change the clock. And uh, the uh, constitutional law, you have to vote no on that, uh, my correct, in constitutional convention, right? Well, it's going to be very, very costly. And yes. And there is a concern am- among a lot of uniformed service people. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That it could affect their pensions and uh, and things of that nature. And right. Being, yeah. being, you know, I'm voting no for it, and it's up on my Facebook page with no hesitation. I just don't think we need that. By law, they have to give us the option. Right. But we have to, uh, you know, exercise the no vote. And it's on the back of the ballot. That's tricky. I have it in front um, of me. Yeah. You have the copy right in there. You got to go in back of the ballot, folks, for the uh, to vote no when you vote. Well, but you see, when, Lou, they yeah. have to look, first. They go to the front of the ballot. They find Roe B. Perini. Very good. Then they can flip it over and vote no. Right. You got to vote <laughs> yes for Perini. 
Right, and then flip it over and vote so no one is constitutional amendment that they're trying to bring back. We, every every 20 years we have this discussion, but it seems to be a heavy duty for whatever reason, politics, I, I think, as uh, usual. So, well, okay, Ray Perini, you're running for district attorney of Suffolk County. Aside from what we talked about in a couple of minutes with the, the vicious gangs and the opiate problem, anything else that we should be really concerned with? You know, I think I think what and, and and you know I had when I started this race back in January to get my nomination, and now I want to get elected. I had three things. We talked about opioids. Right. We talked about gangs. Mm. We have to get politics out of law enforcement. Very good. Because we have a DA that's now under indictment by the federal government, mm. uh, a, a product of Schaefer, the the Democrats, because he's, he had it was unaccount he didn't have to account to anyone for, for since two thousand and one, a chief of department in prison for abusing his power, probably hurt ten cops, right? And now we have the handpicked puppet of Ballone and Schaefer, Sinny, mm. made made him a police commissioner. To, to raise his uh, his leverage, to raise his, his profile. Right. It's right. Newsday says that. He's close. He's beholden to Schaefer and Ballone for everything he's gotten. He swore under oath he would not run for district attorney in uh-huh. November against Tom Spoda in, no- in November of 2017. Right. The day Spoda announced he wasn't running, he announced he was running. Right. The conservative party has given the Democratic nominee... Their line. Mm. Worse than that, he also has the working family line. Uh. Now, the working family line to a Republican and to a conservative yes. mm. violates everything we believe in. Yes. The state leader, Mike Long, said that when he when he got the line. He said, Cindy should re- renounce the working family line because how can we possibly give it to him? It does, it does harm. It violates everything we believe in. You know why that was done? Political deals. Right. We have to do Too away right. with cross-endorsements. They got judgeships and jobs. In mm. back room deals. That's got to stop. Right. And that's why I'm the, I'm the guy for the job. Because when I took on all the parties four years ago, I became the ultimate outsider. I don't owe them anything. And I don't want to be a judge. And I don't want to be county right. exec. And I don't want... I want to do what's right for the cops. And I want to keep the Suffolk, the Suffolk County citizens safe. And I don't care who I have to... Who I have to prosecute in doing that. There will be no sacred cows. I will do the job honestly and squarely just the way... I was taught as an Eagle Scout. Right. <laughs> okay. Very good. You hear that, folks? Come on now. Uh, you, how could you not, you know, you know, we're in, we're in trouble as is with the country. I'm going to say this again because people know where I am with Donald Trump. Thank God we got Donald Trump, by the way, who you guys in Suffolk County, you know, do it again. Do it again for Ray Perini. You know, you, you have to. You heard Joe Apayo, Sheriff uh, Clark, uh, probably missed the call. He was going to call in. I got a, We got a blessing. Uh, from David Clark, you know, uh, you know who he is, so you know, you know, you know what we're doing here, and you know what I'm doing here, so I got Ray Perini sitting in front of me, and I hope he's our next, uh, district attorney. You will be, I should say, Ray Perini, Suffolk County. R- Ray, thanks for being on Streetwise. Great being back. Thank you, Lou. Right, this is Lou Talano. I'll catch you later. Change the clock and vote yes for Ray Perini. Lou Talano, catch you later.
You've been listening to Streetwise on the station that serves your community. WGBB AM 1240 and W240 DF FM 95.9.